Another week of Journey with Michael and Ryan. Hello, hello, hello. How are you doing this week? How are we doing, everybody? Hope you guys are doing well. I'm having an amazing week. How about you, brother? Yeah, I'm having a good week, brother. Having a good week. Having a good week. Just flowing through the ebbs and flows of life, getting prepared for this beautiful ceremony in just a couple of weeks of the wedding. There's lots and lots to do with that. So many little things. So many little things. And it's just like one of those things that's like always at the back of your mind, you know, just chipping away. Well, how do you think you're going to feel once it's done? Mm. The first thing that came to my mind was relief. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> what popped to my mind, man. <laughs> it's relief, totally. But it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And, and, and like the, the, the ceremony and the celebration of it, I know it will just be beautiful and it'll be like a f- nothing I've ever experienced before. Something I have experienced before because we've already had a commitment ceremony before, but it'll be a different energy because this one's like prepared, pre- prepped and like you're building up to it. So it's like the crescendo of uh, going through that experience. Amazing. Mm. It's been fun to watch you guys go through all the ebbs and flows and just all the things that are coming up. And obviously with Van as well and all her, you know, post well, pre-marital stuff from your old marriage coming through and you guys just working through that. Mm. And it's been a beautiful thing to watch, man. Yeah, totally, man. And it's still like, as we're in that, we're still allowing ourselves to still just explore the other aspects of life and ourselves and pleasure and eros and desires. Um, so it's like just another thing. It's not everything as we're moving through this phase of our life. It's just like another thing. It's another experience. Totally. Just another experience. That's mm. it. Just another experience. And of course, with weddings, weddings cost money. Oh, yes, they do, baby. And that brings us to what we're talking about today. Mm. We're talking about money, money, money. Isn't it funny? In a rich man's world. Dun, 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 dun. It's, it's something that everybody has to deal with on a daily basis, yet mm. I don't think it's spoken about enough. I don't think people invest enough education, time, themselves into feeling shadow work of it understanding the energy of it and as every online coach in the world out there will tell you means you just got to you just got to just manifest in line with the babs <laughs> if you're not making the money you're not aligned with it <laughs> yeah so so money money's what we're talking about today mm. i think it's a it's an amazing subject it's an amazing topic because uh, there's so many different and you know so many different um intricacies with it and I mean, just for me personally, it's been such a huge journey. It always will be, and I think for everyone, it will be as well, because totally. it's it's what our it's what our capitalist uh, society is is built on and runs on, and the in the the sacrifice and exchange of goods and services for money and all that sort of thing. So, I think uh, it's very prevalent to to talk about that on our podcast. Totally, man. Totally, and and it'll just be beautiful because we'll be able to talk about our relationship with it, some of the exercises and the processes that we've used to to cultivate uh, a more positive relationship with money. I mean, there is no good or bad; it's just positive or, or otherwise or negative or whatever. Um, but it's definitely a journey. It's definitely a journey. It's not like a a, a, a switch you can flick, um, and abundance just drops into your life because there's like there is an energy around it. There's like an understanding of it uh, because you you see it it's like 90 percent or probably even more 99 percent of the people that like win lotto within a few years the money's gone right oh yeah there's some horrific stories and and you read a lot of them they're like i, I would be better off without winning it totally because they've just gone from one level of living to the absolute other and you don't they don't have the skill set 
to understand because you need a skill set as well. Yeah, this is sure. what I've come to the conclusion of is you need to have a skill set as you go through the various levels. And if you're if you've been living in a in a in a poverty mindset or in a poverty environment or just a, a stressful environment where money's always come hard to come by and all the stories and all that sort of shit that, that runs through it. If someone instantly gave you thirty or fifty or sixty or hundred million dollars, it's going dope. to be the devil's on your shoulder. Totally. And that really is one of the things. It's it's like one of the things that you have to learn. It's like you can learn to make money, but once you learn how to make money, you have to learn to be be wealthy. Perfectly said. You know, because it's like you can quite easily get rid of it quite quickly, you know, and you might just be going through that similar cycle of like building it up and then burning it back down. You know, we all have like a, a ceiling and a floor when it comes to money that both make us uncomfortable. You know, you, you'll see your bank account get to a certain level and you just feel uncomfortable around it or you'll see it rise to a certain level and you'll feel uncomfortable about it and you may do everything within your power, consciously or subconsciously, to actually, you know, get it back into the median, get it back into a place where it feels not so uncomfortable. I, It's been really cool to watch my comfort level raise over the last few years mm. of... Um, of coming out of a a life of just totally not understanding money um like growing up uh my dad uh he he's very good with it but stringent with it and like i didn't grow up in a in a wealthy family or you know money wealthy family or anything like that you know dad was a cop and mum was doing her other jobs and uh, you know i mean we had a, always had beautiful homes and everything was all taken care of and and things like that but there was always stress around it you could always feel it you know and, and i could feel my parents constantly fighting about it and and um and so my my learning of money was was that it was hard to come by or once you had it don't let it go um and that money equates stress money equates or lack thereof equates um you know fights or or, or whatever it is and that's kind of what i grew up with um I didn't necessarily get taught how to save or, or anything like that. I didn't really have a, a good understanding of the value of what money is or the energy of it or, or anything like that. And I'm not saying I, I went without or anything. It's, it's not what I'm saying. It's just the, the energy and in the, in the, the programs and stories that, that got created in my upbringing, I, I held through. And, and, and so, yeah, the last few years of really, you know, doing a lot more inner work and and all of that, it's, it's been really nice to see that if I've got money, I don't subconsciously just fucking get rid of it because it's 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 it, it's not a uh, a thing to to get rid of because it you know I'm scared of it mm. or it's going to create friction in my life or anything mm. like that. So mm. so my barometer level of of you know where I feel uncomfortable with it dropping is becoming higher and higher and higher. So you know the 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 abundance flow of of it receiving is, is becoming a lot higher yeah totally so for, for me my relationship with money is probably similar but 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 actually really really different so i never never grew up in in a like extremely wealthy family but my dude we always had enough um in points in points my dad is really really good at making money um but there's been a few like business decisions that he's made that have like really affected him negatively um there was one point where he he, he got scammed out of a million dollars 
um, and he was actually on the news about it. Um, what was it, Holmes? He was on the Holmes show. Oh, Paul Holmes. <laughs> oh, Paul Holmes. Oh, yeah, there yeah, you go. yeah, yeah. Him and him and five other guys um, were essentially uh, this guy has got got him to board into and, and invest in a business, and then within six months he just disappeared. Um, and it's actually some, yeah, something that he'd done in a few different places. And, and my dad had gone from like building his own business, selling it, investing in this new company within six months, going from essentially being a millionaire mm. to, to having nothing. Um, and then, you know, throughout that time, building it back up. Um, but I remember the stress of going through that when we were younger. I was probably five and I remember us moving from this really, really nice place like it was, it was a mansion realistically it was a mansion in the time but if if, if you think about it and and think about what he sold it for now yeah. it's like the relativeness to it is, is ridiculous because he literally he sold it for maybe i think it was like seven hundred and fifty thousand, um a house that he had actually like built um and to buy a house for seven hundred fifty thousand now you get like a terrace house in auckland so there's no relativeness to it because no. this place had like maybe like five bathrooms eight bedrooms it was like this three-storied mansion we had like a rumpus room and it was like on this like maybe four acre acre block um and then we moved into a three-bedroom house um and like me and one of my other sisters were living in a bedroom together that it was just really really small we were falling over each other there was a like after we moved from that place we moved into another place which was even smaller and i was actually just sleeping in like an annex of my parents bedroom mm. um so it's like f for me money was there but then it the the story around it was that no matter how hard you work it can just be taken away from you in a moment um so that was sort of a lot of the reconditioning i had to do around money um yeah, but I definitely feel like I'm in a better place now. It's an, it's like I re like it's interesting. I know how to make money really, really well, but I still know how to get rid of it too. So it's really, really good because Van's the polar opposite. She's not necessarily good at making money, but she's fucking amazing at saving money. So it's like when you can see and understand even the aspects of it that you're good at and the aspects of it that you're still working on, if you can actually just communicate openly about it with partners you can actually be like okay cool i'm good at making money i'm just going to make the money and i'm going to give it to you and you choose where it goes you know and then it just you know you uh, like when since we made that decision like we just see our savings just grow nice. you know because it means that i have a i have an amount to get rid of each week yeah. to spend and it's like cool i'll just spend that money you know and then so yeah, that's just been like a journey of even just understanding, understanding like your relationship with it, understanding, what's the word I'm looking for? Understanding the aspects of it that, that you're, that you're still working on as well. Mm. One thing that, that I really am wanting to move and, and learn and grow is, is investing, right? Like through that whole speech of yours and mine, the word investment didn't ever come up right like I wasn't taught to invest my parents didn't invest you know they invested in, in, in their life and, and things like that and mm. they bought houses and but like the actual of how to use money to make money is still something that that I'm very very basic at we tried it in crypto and things we got ripped off and you know so we've tried and we're learning lessons as we go but that, I, that's the key Hey, is making the money while you're asleep is setting things up and obviously we're doing that with beta and uh and 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 we are investing heavily into that and have done for the last couple of years so 
So we're investing our money to make more money, but it took a long time to grasp that concept. Um, but even even saving, I mean, you know, you, if you save a hundred thousand dollars, you know, it's going to be five percent less worth this time next year mm. because inflation. Yeah, totally. You're you're, you're getting what point point five percent, and if inflation's eight percent, you lose seven point five percent. Exactly. So yeah. your hundred thousand dollars now is only going to be worth you know seven and a half thousand dollars less. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's that aspect of understanding the energy and, and, and learning the ropes and learning the, the education to, to move it and make it and let that you know, compound as well. Mm, totally. Um, and there's just so much to learn on it, mm. so much. What, where do you think like you need to, or some, an aspect of, of your relationship with money that still needs some ironing out, I suppose? It's got, it, it's it's using my money to make more money. Yeah. It's and and it's and it's backing myself to to understand it more, to learn more about it. Um, I'm I'm very good at acquiring it, but getting it to do more mm. that I'm still very basic. It's like at. increasing your financial literacy. Correct. Yeah, that's like definitely a, a, a stage where I'm in now. Now that I have more money. To, to actually look at investing and I'm like okay cool I actually want to in, in understand it more from from the literacy aspect of it because I can understand it from an energy wise and I feel because of the way money can, like connects to like sex and abundance and eros um, as all of that grows in my life I literally am literally seeing my bank account grow like yep. if I'd, I've, I've chosen to have a wedding and get rid of it and, and put it back down to zero again which is quite funny um <laughs> Uh, as it grows you're like you know what would be the great thing let's get married and spend it all <laughs> what a good way to get rid of it <laughs> but that's but that's cool though bro because you're you're still understanding it that it's it's there to to create more experiences with totally, life totally otherwise what the fuck is it for totally 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 and i don't think i'll ever be in a place where i'm just there to squirrel squirrel it away because it's like when it comes to money it's not just about squirreling it away and it's it's not even about like being like so hard on an, on savings and investing and focusing on the future because like what's the point if you're doing right. that you're not really focusing on enjoying life in the moment and it's like i was listening to a podcast the other day um and it was like literally about financial literacy and the guy was like what's your dream life hmm. like think about what your dream life actually is not what you think it has to be not what you th think other people's dream life is it's not about what's going on on instagram or anything like that like what's actually your dream life and then once you understand that, you can actually understand what you want to do with money. Yeah. You know, my dream life is is I, I want to retire early before I'm 65 and have like an, enough to be comfortable to just play and enjoy life. You know, I'll probably always have little business ventures going on, but I, I, I know that I want to build um, and have something to fall back on. I also know that travel is a really important aspect of my life. So I know that I'm going to be putting money aside for travel all the time. You know, I, I know um, that like even just putting money aside so that i know that if me and van want to go out for dinner and just having like a little a little kitty there for play um is important to us because we don't want to be restricted in that in that aspect so it's like when it comes to like thinking about where your money goes it's like well what is it you actually desire and then really focus on investing in that have a plan and then just stick to the fucking plan forever mm. you know and then adjust as you go and it's been really interesting because as the the goal of a wedding has come up, 
it's like okay now that i have something that i know by a certain date i need to have a certain amount of money for it's like we're gonna have that and some simply because it's like the ability to save is now there yeah you know and it helps having two incomes coming through as well totally yeah for sure for, so you've, for, just, you've just you've just banked you know you're in the in the top you know 10 percent tile of of income earners now because there's two income earners coming in yeah yeah uh, yeah totally and very very true and right helps. yeah very very true so like as over the last two years building a better relationship with money and everything it like uh, f for a lot of that period it was just one income yep. you know van couldn't work because she couldn't work well she didn't work for two years because of a concussion so it was like for for two years i had to choose and make decisions simply just to get us through yep. you know when i was doing coaching i was earning good money but like life is expensive and even just look like looking and surviving or, or keeping two people alive and thriving and doing all the things and like you know paying for all the different practitioners you have to go see to you know support concussions and contact care and you know all the things um it's hard it's hard man it's hard to live off one income yep mm. but that there's there's strong lessons in that oh hugely hugely because it's like i've realized that i you don't need a lot to actually survive yep. and like now that there's a lot coming in it's like okay cool i can actually put money away for the things that we want to invest on in the future yeah yeah I'm really grateful that I had a big lesson when I was 18. So when I was 18, I was living in, in Melbourne and I got sent a credit card like two weeks after. This is the predatory lending off banks, by the way. Right, I was two weeks. I didn't even fucking apply for it. They sent it to me and said, oh, hey, congratulations. You know, we see that, you know, and I was scaffolding then. So I was making good money when I was like 18. I was making, I was clearing like 1,200 bucks a week. This is, fuck, 15 years ago? For sure. Nearly 18 years ago, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because that was that, 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 that age range period, yeah. So, yeah, like 18 to 15 years ago, um, I was I was doing good money, and so they sent me this credit card, and I thought, right, cool, no worries, like maxed it out within, within weeks. And then I wasn't careful with my money, you know, weekend millionaires, you're 18, just out there boozing, drugging, all that sort of thing, and you know, I'd get paid on a Thursday, and I'd be broke on a Monday, and I'd scarp until Thursday, and, and that's just, that was my life at that point. But I, I, I maxed it out and then I wasn't, I didn't make the payments and things like that. And, and then I had a, um, a really nice um, tax refund and they, and I was like, cool, I'm going to fly back to New Zealand and I'm going to do this and that anyways. And they like pulled all the credit card money off from that. And I was left with, you know, bugger all. And I was just, I was mad. I was angry. I was on the phone to the bank. And, uh, and, I, and, and from that time, I was just like, do you know what? Fuck credit cards. Totally. Like fuck that! I'm not going to spend money that's not mine, mm. you know, and be in this situation. Mm. So reflecting on it now, that was a beautiful lesson to learn so early on. And so since then, I, I I've never had a credit card since then. Mm. Um, I've had a couple of loans here and there, various cars and things, but nothing full on. So my my debt in my life is is next to nothing. And so when I get into to situations like I was in in the last year where I was making exceptional money on a hype market when I was you know, auctioning you know, four, five, up to 10 properties a day. Um, and, uh, and then moving into a market where that just slowly dropped away. Okay, well, you know, they always say have a six month rainy day fund. Well, that six months lasted a year, which was nice, but then I was like, okay, what do I do? Now I still had, you know, payments on my nice car and all that sort of thing. So ipso facto, it was just about removing the, 
there was no ego in it anyways but like not having an ego and attachment to these things that i had when i had them it's going well all right perfect what do i need to do well, i need to get rid of that i need to have that all my outgoings drop like to nothing and just have my outgoings for living and food and things like that and then that's what's got me through to now to be in a, in a really comfortable position where i'm like okay cool now i can work on beta full-time and i don't have to work and, and and flow around but it was it was it was a beautiful reflection on on my own self to to see that i just did what i needed to do and there was no attachment to it to the things and just knowing that it will come at another time again mm. and so yeah it was it was a it was a nice it was a nice segue to to see that yeah totally man so when we were doing rebirthing um we actually did a week on weekend on sex and money right mm. um and it was it was a it was a it was a really powerful weekend it was confronting as fuck really really confronting mm. super super powerful that was the first time i i learned from our teachers that sex and money was the same energy yeah i, yeah, I, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't even click and then as soon as i said it, i was like it makes, makes so sense. fucking much sense totally totally and so, so the six and money weekend that was uh yeah that was a powerful weekend and um and so the first day was going through all the six energy and all the, the the things that we'd gone through and and rebirthing it out then the next day was was the money day and and really moving into that and we had to do this thing called the money game and so they prepped us to say hey look bring an amount of money that if you lost it all it would sting but obviously not put you into a into a bad situation but it would sting and uh and 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 that's all they said and so we all turned up with cash and you know and we sat around and and played the money game it was like you instantly see where people's relationship with mon with money actually is right at the start of the game yep you know because it went from i think you had what like 500 bucks i bought 500 bucks yeah. i bought i bought 200 dollars um and then everyone else in the room had brought like change from their fucking car change from their car or someone had like fifty dollars or twenty dollars um and for me two hundred dollars at that time was actually it was everything you had it was i literally cleared out my bank account and i was meant to buy a ticket to fly down to nelson to support van through her concussion on on the on the monday after the course and i was like well i don't have enough of the ticket anyway i might as well just fucking take it all and see what happens um so let's talk about what the money game is so you sit in a circle yeah and you lay out your money in front of you and you start or someone gets picked to start and then what you need to do is you need to then ask the person to your left for some money and basically you can you can go hey look can i can i have some money you know and then it's all on you to how you respond or it's all on you to ask and it's then it's on you to to either lie to try and get it or or to be truthful and what you need and and whether you need it then that person needs to obviously sit with them and what's coming up with them to make a decision of whether they're going to give you this money you're going to overgive them or you're going to say no mm. and move on and then you've got to go and do the thing to the next person you've got to go and ask them yeah and whether or not they go for it. and it's it seems so simple but it's fucking confronting totally because it's like you ask hey can i have twenty dollars and they'll either say yes no or they can ask you a follow-up question right they're like yep. oh what do you need it for and then you can either tell the truth or, or lie or, or whatever. And then they choose whether or not you're going to get it. Yeah. Mm. And so it sort of goes around in a circle. It goes around in a circle. Um, and yeah, it eventually uh, it eventually got to the point where I was like, I was the last receiver, essentially. Um, and I asked 
can't remember who I asked, but I said, can I have $20? And like, what do you need it for? I was like, literally everything that I brought today is everything that I have in my bank account and I need to buy flights um, to get down to Nelson and see my partner. And it was beautiful because in that moment, every single person gave me everything that they had. So at the end of asking and receiving around the circle, you, you, you obviously shared vulnerably and openly about where you were and, and what was happening. And then we all had to stand up and then we all had to like put money into That's bowls right, eh? like quite fast and move around um, based off who you want to give it to, who you want to receive it from and, and all of that. And I remember just having my plate just on an angle onto your plate and just like anything that Guru said to mine would like fall into yours. Mm-mm-mm. And uh, I was like, no, no, I'm going to make sure that he has as, as much as I, as I can give him. And, uh, and I think one other person kind of was about the same, same as well. Mm. And it, it's, it's just, it was just such a, an interesting like right hook to myself. Because it even started at the very, before we even turned up, it's like, okay, at that point I was doing quite well. I was probably doing better than anyone else in the course. And, uh, and I was like, okay, how much do I bring? You know, I'm like, well, do I bring a little so I don't have to like show off my that I've got more than anyone or do I take a lot and, and then I'm like oh maybe then I'll just think I'm trying to show off or you know I'm like oh do, what's a happy compromise here I'm like am I really compromising here you know so for me it started like the the week you know the day before the weekend for sure the stories the stories, the stories around were up. It, you know? oh. what, what's the what's the stories you already have around money what's a lot what's too much what will other people think if I yeah, bring yeah. more than anyone else like all of it drops in yeah all of it drops in yeah, yeah, yeah and so so that was really cool so the um that sex and money weekend it was yeah that's probably one of the bigger weekends for me personally as well mm, totally and f- for me the rebirth was fucking powerful because i actually went into and felt into the energy of of that my dad was in when he lost all of that money that's right You're um, carrying it. yeah and, and really carrying that yeah. carrying the shame around losing and the shame of having you know because it's such a pull topic like so it's one of those things, right? Like money can be seen as such a powerful and positive thing. Or if you're surrounding yourself with people that don't have a lot, then then it can be seen as being a negative thing. Like there's a there's huge stigma around it. Um, and so my dad had a lot of shame around the fact that he lost all this money and like literally went from zero to here real, real quick. And then obviously had to rebuild and he rebuilt well, but you could always tell that there was a fear that it was going to happen again. Like there was always an apprehension instead of, um, like growing his business into something that it could have been really massive, he just stayed the head of his company the whole time and would just have one staff member that he worked with because he didn't trust other people with his money. And it he was ki- and it was kind of like he was just trying to get back what he lost. Like yeah, kind of like put a ceiling on it. Yeah, totally, totally. And and didn't didn't probably want more because he knew that if he had more, it'd maybe just disappear again. Yeah, you know. So he never really fully let go of control of his money and his business so that it could actually expand and grow um and that was really something that that i seen and live with for like since i was five years old um pretty much till the rebirthing course you know because i'd always have money come into my life and it would just disappear i'd get rid of it really really quickly um no matter what um and then so we actually after that rebirthing course i actually sat down with him and i was like i want you to tell me about tell me like exactly what happened with you and how you lost that money because he never really told the whole story he'd only ever told pieces of it um and it was a 
awesome conversation because we got to talk about like what he did to, to get there, what happened, the signs that he's seen, the regrets that he had, you know, um, even his accountant actually screwed him over mm. because his accountant like pretty much forced him to sell all of his assets even though he didn't need to. Yeah. So he like sold a Porsche, um, he sold our house. Um, and so they were left with money in the bank, but they had lost all their investments. Yeah. And then every, the price of living went up really, really quickly after that. So it was hard for him to like get back in. Um, and then it was beautiful. And then at the end of it, I said to him, do you give me permission to earn more money than you've ever earned in one year? And he was like, you'd see him like contract a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, definitely, I, I give you permission to do that. And I felt like I needed to ask for permission in that moment because I could tell that there was a little apprehension that we were going to do better than him, you yes. know? So it was like, I just wanted to be really, really clear that my goal is not just about money, but I know I'm going to put myself in situations where I know how to make money. Beta's going to grow to a really fucking huge company and we're going to sell it. And, and the trans, like the, the transaction at that on some point, you know, 20 years now is going to be, Huge. generational generational oh, tra sure. changing um and i want the permission to be able to do so you know and so it was a it was a beautiful moment and a beautiful conversation because from that point i really felt things start to shift you, you wouldn't have got there without feeling your inadequacies with it though totally oh for sure for sure for sure so that powerful game you know and what happened at, what happened from that you you had enough money to get a flight you had enough money to get accommodation and a car yep. and food and things like that. Yeah. And and so it was just the true trust in the process. And this is you, you can take this to life as well. So you've you've just gone, okay, I'm gonna trust in this. I'm gonna take up my last two hundred bucks instead of trying to hold on to the vestige of of I'll take five dollars because that's all I've got. It's For like sure. no 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 no. I, I am I am the man with I am the man with who has money. I just don't have it on me right now. And so I'm gonna trust in this process and I'm gonna trust in, in my community and I'm gonna trust that I'm looked after. And that's exactly what happened. Totally. And you can take that onto the bigger schemes of everything and even everything that we do. We just constantly trust. We we sign we sign checks with our mouth before we even have the money. Totally. And we're like, it will just happen, we'll make it happen. And we got down to sixteen dollars, but we're back up to fucking, you know, way more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and it's like it's fun watching that. Totally. I mean, it's, it's... Well, it's like, as long as it's going up and to the right, and it's going up and to the right. Yeah. It's a beautiful thing. But at not one point am, have I been worried about it, which no. is which is very cool. And I know you haven't either. And mm. I think that's why our, our, our business partnership will, will, will just be so, so strong forever because we have gone and faced these things. And then when that new things come up, we will just face them as well. And then once we start getting to the millions and those levels that we've never been to ourselves like we're both transversing the unknown and it's going all right cool it's exciting you know because with with more with with bigger with bigger things comes with more issues and it comes with different issues things that we can't even see right now because we're not playing at that level yet but we know it's coming mm -hmm. and so this is where i'd love you know on an ipso facto of of this whole theme is constant trust having the vision of where you want to go but feeling the inadequacies of it because it, it's embedded in every single one of us, every single one of us. I don't care if you've come from a, if you're a trust fund baby, you've got your different sets of, of, of things you need to go through and you need to feel. And, but for most of us on a statistical scale, you know, I mean, I think 
I think the if you're if you if you have a million dollars cash, you're like one percent of the one percent of the entire world. Yeah, yeah. If I think if, if the like the stats are skewed, but if you're if you're earning over twenty four thousand dollars a year, you're in the top one percent of earners in the world. Yeah. That takes into obviously consideration um, the uh, like third world countries and things like right. that. But if you're earning over seventy five thousand dollars a year, mm. you're actually in the top five percent of earners in the world. Yeah. $75,000 a year, you're in the top 5% of earners. Like, that's crazy. That's American, so that's like over 100000 New Zealand dollars. Yeah. But it's like, when you start to even think about that and consider that, it's like, you're actually in a really fucking good place if you're earning 100k a year. But maybe the problem is it's, it's, it's about, okay, cool, what, do I, what can I actually do to help my money make me more money? You know, what can I do to invest so that it's actually making money overnight? You know, what can I do to actually um, in, increase my value per hour um, or what can I do outside of my nine to five to yeah. generate more income? And this is this is where learning skills like sales, because yeah. it is a skill to learn. You're not born. There's no natural born salespeople. There's more flamboyant and and and, and outgoing people. But learning a skill of sales is is going to dramatically help increase your wealth. Totally. And, and is it going to be easy? No. No. You're going to have to no. work seventy hours a week. To get through like a period of it, yeah. probably, definitely. Yeah, yeah. If 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 you're in a if you're in a place where you're not doing well, definitely. It's like, man, working two jobs has got me to where I am. Yep. You know, I, I work as an engineer throughout the day and then come back and work at Beta at night, and I'm still taking coaching clients. Yep. Like, hard work has got me to where I am because I'm not afraid to do hard work. You know, and it's like everyone's idea of hard work is always going to be different but if you're in a position where you feel like you don't have enough then try doing a little bit more to actually make it so that you do have enough and this is where it comes back to that victim mentality the complaining the whinging For sure. if that's what you are you know and and this is a this is what i see a lot in real estate too with real estate agents you get uh you know a five hundred thousand dollar a year gci agent or a million dollar a year gci agent but they just set their outgoings with the same amount as what's incoming. Mm. So they've got a flashy car and a watch and a, and, a, and a nice suit and they're out for dinner every night and blowing bags of coke and various things like that. But they set a team around them, so they've got to pay them. So <coughs> yes, you could be doing a million GCI, but you're, you're, you're living to a, to a level of ego, right? Because you think that's what you need to be to be seen to be successful to make more of the money instead of actually investing in, in skills and, and other literacy that we spoke about before to, to, to make, you know, some of the, some of the best agents that I know who make the most money, you know, they don't wear a thousand dollar suit, you know, they have, what would you call a class a normal car and a normal house. Mm. But I know one that invests heavily into stamps and Mofo's got over a million dollars worth of stamps sitting in his house. You know, but he's just a really diligent agent yeah. and he just loves it. And so this is, and I'm only picking on it because that's what I, that's the industry that I've, I've been in for the last six years. Um, but that could be classed as life as well. You know, like if you're, if you're trying to live up to how you think people need to see you in order to be successful of, of, of external validation view of, of expression and clothes and, 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 and things rather than having things because because you want to have them for the experience you know like it, it, it's kind of like moving away from making the things your deity 
yeah, 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 for sure, for yeah. sure. You know better whether you had it or not, but the reason that you have it is merely because you want to enjoy the experience of having it. Yeah, not because of what other people or how other people may perceive you with it. Yeah, and I my 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 Mercedes was exactly like that. It was a beautiful hundred thousand dollar car. Had it for a couple of years, and I felt very proud to have it. But when it came time to be like, man, I gotta like, I gotta I gotta shoot this way, and you know, I still got a nice car, I've got a Jeep now, but yeah, it's nothing like what what the Merc was. But I was like. There's there's no part of me that is like I I I just don't care because I'm not out here to make myself broke to see to get other people to look at me in a certain way. There's no point, you know, being broke <laughs> pretending you're rich, right? No, it doesn't make sense. But for most people, especially this Instagram world, man, you know, like you perception. can hire, you know, like you look at these um, exotic car hire companies, and most of their business comes from influencers hiring these cars so they can take photos and videos in them mm. luxury less right there's that, that business of just hiring yachts and cars and all the all the nice things yeah. funny isn't it mm, yeah no it's, it's it's definitely a funny thing because it is it's a it's, it's a it's a paradox and a knife edge and the only way you really understand where your a relationship is at with money is actually just having the conversation with yourself um and like seeing what your spending habits are you know yes. and just being honest with it you know it's like i know i have to give myself a, an allowance a week because if i don't i'll spend outside of it yeah. it's like i know that all of my money has to be at a different bank and it can't just be easily transferred because if i need to pay for something i'm 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 comfortable to just take it out of my savings to pay for it in that moment so it's like, okay, cool. Just understanding yourself, understanding your relationship with it and putting things in place so that there's actually um, a little bit of resistance to have to make a decision. Mm. You know, I know that if all my, all my money's in, in one bank and I can just transfer it into my thing, I'm like, okay, cool. I want to go out for dinner. I'm just going to transfer some money from there, you know? So it's about just like, for me, it's about um, just putting things in place. Uh, so that there's restrictions, not restrictions around it, so that there's things in place that are going to help me live my dream life. Yeah, that's it. And also, just in the fact that we already are living our dream life. Oh, for sure, for sure. Like, if you constantly live in the gratitude of like, this is the fucking greatest day of my entire life. As soon as I've woken up and opened my eyes, mm. then everything's just a fucking win. Mm, for sure. And for you sure. just keep scaling and scaling and scaling until, you know, because now you now now we're not going. My life will be better then, uh, better when totally you know and i think a lot of people fall into that trap well i'll be better when when i've got more income and i'll be better my life will be better when you know now you're, you're, you're missing the point of life you you've now fallen victim to that money energy of going well this is going to be my savior and you've turned that into your deity totally no 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 it just becomes it becomes a trap right and then that but that's that's where it is right it's, it's the difference between energy and intention right or like action and intention mm. you know it's like i just are simply asking yourself why are you doing that specific thing mm. you know what's actually your intention around it you know my intention around that isn't that it's just i know myself yeah it's just like i i know the the um the, the 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 neuroses that i have around it so i'm just like okay cool i'm not gonna let it play me i'm just gonna play it yeah you know does it feel like there's restriction no because i still go get coffees i still go out for lunches I, we still yeah. go out for dinner yeah. you know i still do the dance classes that i want to do everything in my life that i want to do to create my dream life but it's just like okay cool yeah and then they watching just, it grow yeah and then and then as we grow everything we grow our company grow our business and our wealth and our income they just grow well the percentages don't change no you know 
and like that's for me it's like it's everything um now that i'm like learning more about financial literacy and like starting to um listen to more more, more podcasts about it it's just like it's, everything for me is based on a percentage mm. i know what percentages i need to to do to get to where i want to do so when money comes in myself all these percentages just split out into everywhere else yep. you know right now i know what my income is so it's a little bit easier because everything's just set up as automatic transfers um and it's very similar to my business. I know that if I sign a client, this goes there, that goes there, that goes there. Yep. And then it's just like, and then this is all my money to play with. So the harder I work outside of my business, the more fun I get to have mm -hmm. because the more percentages I have there, you know, the, the it's, it's all relative. Yeah. Mm. Nice, Ben. Mm. It is good. It's a beautiful dance. Mm. And yet we're just scratching the surface. Just scratching. Yeah. I like it though. And we're comfortable. Yeah, sure. Life is grand. Oh, it's nice being comfortable. Mm. And it, and I myself, I just have that that true trust. So what 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 you do? Eh? You just trust, and money just shows up. It does, eh? <laughs> it does. Fucking manifestors, man. There's a little generators trying to grind away. <laughs> but that's you know I have really owned that now. And one thing that that I really had to get let go of was like really holding on to it, holding on to money. Mm. If I had it, I remember like even when I was a PT you know, I get paid mostly in cash I would just have cash in my drawer and I would just be like cool I feel safer like even at, right now like I have cash I have I have money in, in lots of different places totally because it makes me feel safe well it's even with the the money we get from Beatty you're like oh let's just put it away for like and we'll, and we'll do something with it at some stage but I'll put that away too yeah like it's sitting right there <laughs> and it's just I feel safe when I've got like these plots everywhere <laughs> it's cash know? just yeah. lying around like I've got like five different accounts and they all have like you know these these stacks and i'm like i feel i feel it makes me feel safer yeah that i've got it and i i, I just it means i know that i you know like i i can just kind of do what i want when i want totally and it, it makes me feel good and so those stacks and those as you say percentages are just growing and growing as things come in but then the holding on to it, it does me no good for the for the abundance flow and the abundance cycle mm -hmm. and so i'm like all right i've got that i feel safe and that's all good but then i'm also like trusting and all right, well, if we, you know, every now and then we need to put money into our business as we're growing, it's like, cool, now I've got that. Like, let's just do that because that's, for me, that's the investment into ourselves. Totally. You know, we're not investing into, into you know, walls at the moment that don't pay off daily. It's like, no, no, no. This is why investing in business for me, that, that really aligns sense. with me because sure. when you invest in yourself and your business, it's like what you create is what you're going to get out of it totally you're not at the whim of the market 100 percent. i was having a conversation with one of the guys at work at, at this the other day um because i was like i don't want to buy a house and he's yeah. like why not it's like the best investment in new zealand i was like yeah it's the best investment if you have nothing else to invest in like i have i invest in myself because i know that my return is always going to be greater than than a house and i know that i'm not going to be paying a mortgage where i'm at the um the whim of the banks you know and even even for me personally i'm like okay cool I'd, i'll do the math on it i'll let the math tell me what what's a good investment or not and it was like me and van went Lynn into it and we looked at it and we're like okay cool we have enough for a deposit for a house if even if we have enough for a deposit it means we still have to get six hundred thousand dollars and and get that off the bank so we can actually just buy buy a house and it's like okay cool over 30 years i'm going to pay six hundred thousand dollars in interest mm -hmm. i was like that doesn't sound like a fucking good idea to me nope. you know so what i can have an asset but for me to have to do that it means it's going to have to go up six hundred thousand dollars over the next 30 years just for me to make money you know, yes, you can leverage it and things like that, but it's like for me, it's like, man, if I'm going to invest six hundred thousand dollars into myself, I know I'm going to turn it into more than just six hundred thousand dollars. I'm not going to, I'm going to double. Like, I, I know that I'll ten x that. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's and the proof is in the pudding because it's already happening. And I see it time and time again. It's such a it's such an ingrained marketing strategy from the banks. Totally. That starts when you are fucking five years old at school when they mm. used to give us our little school banking notebooks. That's right. Take fifty cents and a dollar fifty in, and I don't know what happened to that money. It's gone. You know, they 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 took that, but. In order for you to feel fulfilled and successful, you must own a home. Mm. And I, that is one of the biggest lies. Like I see these first home buyers going into it thinking that it's, it's, it's the be all end all. Totally. And it, it, for me, I will, I will start reinvesting back into real estate when, when my other investments are paying off and I, what, I'm, what I'm doing the, the 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 income and the wealth that's coming from my own personal actions and companies <coughs> won't go into that. But then once I've created things and then that's that's given me as money while you sleep type money, then that can then start going into into the four walls of real estate and let let those assets grow. Mm. But I don't see the point of putting a noose around your neck for the next thirty years. Yeah, yeah. Because mm. because it's like you got to think about it. It's like the pe- the people that are investing in houses. Like most of them, majority of them, they'll they'll be working the very similar job that they're working now for the next thirty years. And like, you is the is yeah, is the income really going to grow substantially? No, like yeah, you'll probably make an extra fifty or maybe a hundred k if you're lucky. But it's like a lot of people will just be tied into that mm. for 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 an extended period of time. Yeah. Now, if that's your strategy of Perfect. life, great, great, go into it. You wanna. You want to you want to bunker down in a home. You want to have a family, and you want to grow that. And then after five or six years, and you've got a bit more liquidity in it, you want to like borrow against it and go buy an investment property. And kind of like that's your that's your slow motion of life, and and that's what fulfills you. You want to go on, you know, um, you want to go on holiday for two weeks in the year, and and keep work, and that, and that, and you're happy. That's your dream life. Amazing. That's, that's your, your dream, dream life. life. Fucking go for it. I'm only talking about my own personal viewpoint on it, and for me, that doesn't align with my dream life right now totally i will invest in real estate when i have the capacity to totally 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 where where it's where i'm not having to leverage the bank you know i want to do it when the bank well i want to do it when the bank leverages me yeah yeah, yeah, not me leveraging the bank for sure you know when they're coming to me and be like hey look i see you've got this amount of money do you want to be investing i'm like what are you going to give me for it you know what what was it going to take for you to be able to do the work with me yep um yeah, it's an interesting game. I love it. Oh, it's so good. But for, for me right now, the investment into ourselves and into our business, that just aligns because you see it and, and it's exciting. And for me, that's crea- that's my creation. You know, that's that's the creation aspect of my life mm. is creating the business. Yeah, totally. One of the guys that, I was, that, that I've been lift, listening to um, quite a lot, he said, there's two things that you should never um, question um, spending money on. And it's your health and your education. Yeah. He said, buy that book you know don't think about it just buy it even if it just sits on your shelf for a little bit just buy it like work with a personal trainer go see a nutritionist Mm -hmm. buy good food you know because that in itself is just showing your own worth yes and if that's the energy you want to have around money and that's the things that you're truly valuing health and education and not questioning around it do that because he said that's the perfect energy you should be putting into money and that's the that's the capability of being wealthy 
before you're financially rich. Yeah, totally. So you are creating the person. So mm. this is going back to those lotto winners again. You know, they don't focus. Maybe they were, maybe they weren't. But, you know, were they really focusing on, on the pillars of their life for them to be able to be those people that receive that? Well, you know, the stories and statistics say no. Yes. So how are you cultivating daily the person for you to be at those higher levels? And now that's shifted the, the motion away from the focus of money to the focus of your life, your purpose, uh, what you're creating, your education, your intention. And so now as you're leveling up, your energy is leveling up, which in ipso facto, you're going down the, the sexual route and, and really opening that up and exploring that, then the money will flow. You know, it's a byproduct. It's a byproduct of your life. Mm. It, 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 it's a... It's like if you, you just spoke about it, you get a nutritionist, you get a personal trainer and you and you put the time and the diligence into there. The byproduct of that will be you will be healthier, you will look fitter and you will look healthier, uh, look younger. Totally. That's the byproduct, same as money, you know. Um, and then whatever, money is one of those energies that it will it will magnify your inner, inner demons and mm. your inner self mm. very, very, very fast. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. And so it's like even now as beta starts to grow, it's interesting to see because it's like like there's no attachment to watching even the bank account grow. It's just like, no, no it's, it's inevitable. Yeah. It's inevitable. It's not like I need it to grow or, or anything along those lines. So it's like now I know with, with where I am in my life and the work I've done and the situations that I put myself in and like the actual work that I've, that I've done around like just noticing the patterns within myself. I'm just so comfortable um, with money because I, I, I wholeheartedly trust my ability that no matter where I am, I always know how to make money. I'm never going to lose that skill. Correct. I could lose it all, but I'm, all, I'm never going to lose the ability to make money. Mm. Never. And like that's something that I've educated myself on so much over the last five years um, because I've invested in it. Yes, and in in the last like apart from oh, even yeah no this year we have we've we've invested in a business um, consultant, but it's like nearly every year for the last five years I've had some form of of coaching around money, yeah. um, just to teach me the skills and teach me the things that I don't know, mm. you know so that like it's like although I've stepped back into engineering to to build security and don't really have the time to to put into into growing um, everything that I want to grow inevitably for now. But it's like, I know that as soon as I step out of engineering, within like a week, I'll be able to have frameworks up, things in automation, yep. and just it flowing. Yep. Mm. That's exciting, man. I love it. It's so good. Mm. So don't be afraid of money, I think is probably a, a big thing. Don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of your shortcomings and your and your downfalls of it because uh, programs and stories that have been given to you, they're not yours. Mm. You can change them at any time. You just have to, have to face it. You have to feel it. And you've got to... Uh, um, what do they say? You're, you're not truly wealthy till you've, you've lost your first million. That's it. That's it. <laughs> well, it's coming on the horizon. It's coming us, on, bro. You know, even uh, in crypto, we lost that 30k pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a quick balls. lesson. Fast <laughs> lessons. Hey, that's all good. Um, so, but yeah. it's like even that. It's like okay, cool. Like 30k. It's like fuck that hurt in the moment. But I'm like, in the grand scheme of things, is it really that much? Nah, not really. I think we handled that fucking well, brother. Totally. Hey. Totally. Kudos to us, man. Kudos to us. You know, we didn't have a lot of money back then. <laughs> totally. <laughs> You're listening to this, you crypto thieves. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> I, I trusted you. 
Um, I'm sure there's people that have got far worse stories than that. <laughs> oh, um, for sure, brother, for sure. But it's a, it is a, it is a dance. It's another aspect of the game. It's a, it's a strong aspect of the game, mm. and it's, it's being friends with it, understanding it, knowing that it's connected into your sexual energy. So, feeling into that, you know, how's how's all that going? Open up to that as well, mm. and um, and giving, and letting go allows for you to receive. Totally, totally. And it's like, if, if if you're thinking, okay, cool, awesome conversation, guys, but like, what can I do with it? Like, just reflect, like, ask yourself the question, what is my relationship like with money? Mm. Have a look in your bank account and just like, scroll back a little bit, see what your spending habits are like, see like what your top level in your bank account is, see what it goes down to, mm. see where it goes back up to. And I guarantee there'll be like a constant number that it just like gets to, then you spend it, gets to, then you spend it. And then you okay, cool, this is my ceiling. When it gets close to that number, I'm going to be really aware of what I try to do to spend it. Yep. And then just don't do it. Yep. You know, just sit and wait. Like, it'll, you'll, you'll know it and you'll see it instantly mm. and you'll be like, there's, there's like this desire to just get rid Um you know, whether it's conscious or subconscious, but like just bring some awareness around it. Have the conversation with yourself. Have a conversation with your partner. You know, if you're in a relationship and you don't like have an idea of how much money your partner has in their bank account, like just give yourself the opportunity to have a conversation around it. It'll probably be awkward as shit. Yeah. Because it's like that idea of like what's mine and what's yours. Um, and it's just like that same thing. It's like even with me and my partner, we in completely different but our percentages that we're putting into this dream life that we want to build for each other are all relative yeah you know mm. beautiful wise words brother mm. money 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 mm. so yeah go out and make friends with money and you deserve as much as you ever want yes sir we all do we all do that's it and jordan peterson he says as well he goes in this world to raise people more people out of poverty is to increase the wealth of people mm. because as you increase wealth then you increase more freedom less less uh survival instincts and so when you've got your hierarchical level in order you mm. know you've got your shelter sorted and your food sorted then you can think about other things on how to actually help the planet you can in increase your education levels you can so it gives people more ability to be able to start becoming better thinkers and that can actually that's gonna that's gonna help our world more mm, totally and so yeah um but here's a fun fact for you i think um we're in the lowest the lowest the world has ever been with uh um with the poverty really of, of people in, in in dire poverty there we go which is great perfect that's where we want to be mm. jordan peterson knows what's up knows what's up Cool team. Well, thanks for, uh, for for listening. It's always a, an awkward conversation for some people about money, and I can understand that because I've I've been there before. But um, yeah, just just really get some awareness on it, and uh, and just know that that you are only one action away from from making more. Totally continuous action. Mm. One continuous action away one continuous from making action. more. There you go. Yeah, work, Love it. It. work, 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 people. Do your thing. <laughs> Hey, thanks, team. We'll uh, we love you all, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll see you all. You'll see us and hear us next week. See you later, everybody. Sure.